Hello and welcome to the Naked Eye Podcast. This channel is about expanding our minds, exploring human connection, human experiences, and bringing awareness into our day-to-day -day lives. My name is Debbie, and today I want to talk about certain voices that come up during our time in this life. So whenever we want to achieve something, whenever we do want to do something, there's always these voices behind that just like, but what if this happened? What makes you think you can do this? And the past couple of weeks or a couple couple months ago, I've had this voice where I was going to a networking event, entrepreneur event, and then and that voice just came up. And I noticed saying things like, you felt before, it makes you think you're qualified, quote unquote, as an entrepreneur. And what makes you think that you're qualified to go to this event, just stay in your comfort zone. And then I find myself, my my rational mind coming up with reasons as to why I shouldn't go and why I shouldn't do the things, why... I should just default to comfort and and I started coming up with excuses like ah, I don't have time it's kind of too far I don't really have enough something big enough established yet so I'll skip on this time which is just stupid when you now that I'm kind of observing it but I noticed that voice start crawling under my skin and I started noticing it debilitating my own confidence and I started doubting my own abilities. And the same thought came out the other day when I wanted to hold a marketing workshop. And my mind started telling me, like, what is it that you have to offer? What if these don't go the way you want and they don't really, they feel like it's a waste of time. And I noticed how it fucks me over in terms of my own confidence, my own self-identity, the more I play into the thought. And I saw this clip the other day from BC Cerna, I think that's his name. And he was talking about how he was at this preschool where it was kids that are kind of hopping up and down and they're just so excited about life. And he was on stage and he asked, who here dances and who here sings? And there are so many people that raised their hand and they just wanted to show how they can dance and how can they can sing. And when he spoke at the high school, he asked the same questions. And less people raised their hand and less people were so eager to show their talents. And he just talked about how our lights get dimmed down based on our experiences. And just as we grow up, our lights get dimmer and dimmer and we stop showing that energy. We start merging into the status quo where people are taught to behave properly. People are taught to not show too, too much emotions. So that got me thinking... When was it that we started being taught that showing emotions and showing energy isn't good? And tracing back what are the events that taught us to dim our lights. And fast forward till today, the responses we have sometimes emerge in the voices that come up in our subconscious. I was talking to a friend and she reminded, or she reminded me that your thoughts are not who you are. And a lot of times your thoughts that you have are just your mind's protection mechanism or your ego trying to protect you. And there's this quote from Tony Robbins. It's a book called Awaken the Giant Within. And it goes, most of us do not consciously decide what we're going to believe. Often our beliefs are based on misinterpretations of past experiences. And once we adopt a belief, we forget it's merely an interpretation. So I want that to sink in for a second. And I'm going to reread re the quote most of us do not consciously decide what we're going to believe. Often our beliefs are based on misinterpretation of past experiences. And once we adopt a belief, we forget it's merely an interpretation. That's when we let our voices get into the driver's seat. So what's the solution when we find ourselves being caught up in these thoughts and inaction? So I wrote down three steps that helped me. The main concept of this is to be the observer 
of your thought instead of playing into your thought. And knowing that these thoughts, like the knowing of this is really important. It's just to know that the mind always has its way of trying to protect you from getting into unfamiliar things. Whenever you catch yourself in these thoughts, just pause, take a step back. And the awareness of this is one of the part that takes the most practice. And the way I do things to not let myself get too emotionally evolved or the way I do this to help myself be more of an observer or think things from a more third-person perspective, I typically write it down on paper. So in this scenario, I just write down all the thoughts that that are just emerging. I write them all down and read it afterwards and see why and where are these thoughts coming up. And also practice separating these thoughts with who I am and my behaviors. And also from here, I look into what are some things that has a deeper layer of trauma that perhaps needs a deeper healing. So recap, number one, pause. Instead of playing into the thought, take a step back, bring awareness into it, and then observe, write it down on paper. And step number two, understand that your brain is a complex mechanism that will always want you to be in the comfort zone and to keep you from the danger, which a lot of times is when you're going into things that are unfamiliar. So whenever you're facing unfamiliarity, your mind is going to come up with multiple different things to bring you back to the level you were before. And it's just the way things are, and it just wants to protect you. There's nothing There's nothing right or wrong towards it. It just wants to protect. So knowing that, and once you understand this, and now that you are also seeing things from a more third-person perspective, just give it a different attitude. And the way my friend usually describe it is just giving it this, like, it's, you know, this thought again, like, giving it an attitude where it's more like, ah, okay, I, I know you're already here. I know you always come up, but it's okay. I get you. I see you. I know you're here for a reason, but this is what I'm still going to do. And I'm still going to write my story from now on. So from playing into the thought energy, being consumed by it, to being an observer and laughing at it, or coming from a perspective where you're more acknowledging it, giving it empathy, sympathy, and choosing to do the thing that you set out to do. And that leads me to the next thing that I wanted to talk about, which is fear. And when we allow these things to debilitate us, I like to see that there's this thing that I called a self-fear identity threshold, where the first time before our mind registered this something as, as a fear or something that we're afraid of, there's this momentum that we can break through. An example is before I used to love cliff jumping. I love the thought of cliff jumping. And one time I actually hit up a friend to go cliff jumping. So we went to a bridge and when we got there, I was like, fuck, this is high. This is like, this is really high from a bridge jumping down into like the, the, the water. Full disclaimer, not recommend it. Be safe. Make sure to do things responsibly. Okay. So, um, so I was going to this bridge with my friend and then my brain was like, fuck, this is high. And obviously there's this kind of like fear inside me that's like, oh my God, fuck, I'm really doing this. My friends and I, we counted three. And on three, I didn't jump. And that's when my brain registered that I confirmed that I am afraid of it and that I confirmed that fear I had. Whereas if I just jumped, next time I see cliffs that I can jump off of, I wouldn't be as afraid as I am now. And now these days I notice, like, for example, when I go to a little waterfall, there's a little place where you can cliff jump. I am afraid of that now. Used to love it. Those things used to give me so much adrenaline rush. And now it's like, damn, I'm afraid of it. And that's what I want to call the self-fear identity threshold, where the first time once you allowed it in, once you've confirmed that it's a thing, the next time it's going to be harder to overcome that. 
And so how do we break this? When we've registered something as fear inside us, we would have to retrain the mind. We have to retrain the identity and, and we would have to repeat the awareness and really just practice, quote unquote, getting over it, practice moving over that threshold of fear and just building up the momentum. And a lot of times inaction is going to lead to more doubt and more doubt is going to lead to more inaction and just becomes a vicious cycle. So this is a reminder to you that you are fucking powerful. What you offer and your energy is so unique and that there are so many badass things that you've done. If you're experiencing voices like this, this is your invitation to write it down on paper, to let it go. And your thoughts are not who you are. You can consciously decide what you choose to believe in. So an action item for this episode, I want you to write things down on paper, observe any voices that are coming up lately, become an obser observer of your thought and ask yourself, where are these possibly coming up from my past experiences, from my traumas? And what are some things that could require a deeper layer of healing? And I also want you to write this down. Your mind is a complex machine that will do its best to try to protect you to protect you from doing things that are unfamiliar. So just know that it's there. It'll do its thing to prevent you from doing things that you want to do. But just go do the damn thing and make it happen. Follow what your heart desires. And that's what I have for this episode. Thank you for listening and making it till the end. If you like this podcast, tag me on Instagram at D-E-B-B-I-E-E-Y-Y. -E -E -Y. That is, again, D-E-B-B-I-E-E-Y-Y. -E -E -Y. I would like to hear your feedback and also make sure to subscribe so you know when I put out another episode like this. And I will see you in the next one.